Hey guys, what's up? This is Coach Ken at Second 50 Strong, and I'm going to have a bad workout today. Is it worth doing? Let's find out. So here's the deal. How do people like us who are in our second 50 years of life and don't buy into the garbage that getting older means getting weaker and being less active? How do we age in a way that we can feel proud of? get stronger every year, and be in better shape than people half our age? That's the question. And this podcast is going to help us with the answers. My name is Coach Ken, and welcome to Second 50 Strong. Hey guys, what's up? This is Coach Ken at Second 50 Strong, and we are in Wood Month. The month of March, or sometimes the month of April, is when we get all of our wood cut and split. Uh, we've had the easiest winter I can remember up here in Maine. And I think I used the snowblower only five times, which is kind of crazy. So, uh, which is basically boils down to once a month for how long our winters are here in Maine. So, uh, we've had about 50 degree days lately. So, we're starting to cut and split our wood. We get it delivered by a, a local tree guy, a local arborist. And, um, We've been working on that for the last couple of days. And one of the trees apparently he gave us is an elm tree. Now, if any of you guys who split your own wood, uh, you'd be laughing right now because elm trees are horrible to try and split. The, the wood grain is like interlocking fingers, okay? And we don't own a wood splitter. Uh, we are wood splitters. I'm a wood splitter. My three boys are wood splitters. We do it by hand. We've got splitting mauls, which are axes, but they're called mauls, a ton of wedges and sledgehammers, and that's how we get it done. And that's how we've been doing it for 20 years. I've been doing it for myself, by myself, before my kids grew up, and now we all bang it out. And when I did it, it was about wood month because I was doing it uh, after work and on the weekends. But now with the four of us doing it, it takes literally about a week. But we still kind of call it wood month. But anyway, so yesterday I'm working with this elm tree and I take the bad tree because none of, the te- none of my teenage boys want it. And I keep hammering the wedge in and it keeps popping out. And one time I hit it hard with a sledgehammer and the wedge flew right at me and hit me in the hand. And my knuckle... On my left hand, my pointer finger knuckle is so swollen and so bruised from this wedge shooting at me and just hitting me there uh, that I can't even really make a fist with that finger. I can't bend it very much, but I've got a workout today. So what do you do? Do I take the day off knowing I'm going to have a hard time uh, grabbing the bar at all? Or do I just have a mediocre, not so great workout and chalk it up for what it is? and maybe be disappointed that it wasn't a great workout. Well, the answer to that lies in emotional momentum, okay? We talked about this before, I believe, where motivation is worthless. Do not, do not waste your time trying to motivate yourself to exercise or to do anything that is challenging because it doesn't work. It's temporary and you can't keep building yourself up all the time. You do it, And then you enjoy that sense of accomplishment and that sense of pride finishing what you started. And that's the emotion that you lock into to help you with the next time, building that momentum of emotional pride and accomplishment. And the further you get away from that feeling of pride and accomplishment, the 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 less impactful it is to try and have it again. You know, there's a saying out there saying if you want to stay warm, sit next to the fire, right? Stay near the fire. So if you want to stay consistent with your exercise, 
keep getting that feeling, keep getting that feeling of emotional momentum where, yes, I did it. Yes, I'm bettering myself. Yes, I am stronger now than I was yesterday because I did this workout. So any workout is better than no workout. Now, life is always going to throw stuff at us that's going to make us not able to follow our routine perfectly and properly. You know, thinking that you're just going to jump on your second 50 strong program horse and ride it straight every day consistently is not reality. You know, life is always throwing stuff at us all the time. So we have to make do with what we can do. And that's going to be good enough to keep that emotional momentum. Remember, getting stronger, doing anything worthwhile is a marathon. It's, it's not a sprint, you know, we, we, it's not something you do a little bit of as hard and fast as you can, and then you're done. Uh, there is no destination with this marathon of getting stronger. You know, it's just the day in and day out of doing it is what gives us the results to live a better life. So we never really not want to do it. Now, if you've got the flu, if you broke a leg, you know, if you have to travel for a couple of days, obviously, then you're not going to be able to work out per se, but you still try to give yourself that sense of accomplishment and sense of pride. Maybe you figure out how to walk around outside of the hotel for the day. Maybe you broke your leg and all your workouts now switch to arm workouts and upper body workouts. You know, you, you figure out a way to keep giving yourself those, those emotions that you want to lock into to keep you hooked on what you're doing. So in the, you know, in the, in the battle of no workout versus a poor workout, take the poor workout and do what you can do. Now, don't have a poor workout because you just don't want to do it. Don't, don't let your poor workout be because you're half-hearted or because you're just really not interested in it. That's unacceptable. You know, that's when you play your loud music. That's when you brew your coffee, your, your you know, caffeinated tea, whatever you got to do to get your emotions and get your energy high. So don't have a poor workout that way and think that that was okay, because inside you're going to feel not proud of yourself. (laughs) You're going to feel like you didn't accomplish anything because you fell below what your capabilities were. But if you always rise to your highest level of capability, you're going to be fine. You know, um, and you guys might notice I'm talking a lot more straightforward today because I'm not driving. I'm already sitting here parked. I, I drove and I realized, oh, my God, I didn't do my podcast. So here I am sitting here in the car. So you're not hearing the windshield wipers or the 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 the. Uh, Oh my God, the turn signal or anything like that. You're not hearing any of that right now. So I'm, I'm talking a little more straightforward, but yes, if it's any, anytime you get to pick between a bad workout or any workout, uh, pick the bad workout and be creative, be inventive. What can you do if you're really sick or you're really down? Maybe learning about your workout is your workout for that day. Maybe studying uh, some videos you took of your form or reading an article on some of the lifts, you know, the core four that you do online to help educate you so you can have a better workout next time. Maybe you can organize your meal plans. You know, maybe you can figure out how to get more protein into your body and uh, maybe get a little cardio going here and there. Not even cardio, but just, you know, high impact, get your heart racing type of stuff. So those are things you can do as well if your body really can't work out. Because what we're looking for is feeling in control of our lives. And that is through that sense of accomplishment and pride. Anytime myself or my wife 
have ever been in a tough situation where we were a little scared. We didn't know what was going to happen. Creating a plan and then executing that plan always gave us our sense of control back. And as we go through our second 50 years and we're starting to feel like we're losing control physically, health-wise, with our uh, abilities of what we can do, having this plan of the second 50 strong program and then implementing that plan gives us our sense of control. And control is power, right? We want to get our power back in our life. So no workout versus bad workout, take the bad workout. Get creative, see how you can make the most of it and enjoy and just bathe yourself in those emotions of accomplishment and self-pride that you did it. You didn't want to, it wasn't ideal, it didn't work out great, but you did it and you did it to the best of your ability. And that's it, guys. That's all I got. Got to head on in. Uh, This is Coach Ken. Get strong as hell. Talk to you next time. Want to learn more on how to turn aging upside down? Go to second50strong.com. That's 2ND50strong. There we'll cover the ins and outs and ups and downs and how to live an active, energetic life that will make the 20-somethings jealous. This is Coach Ken, and I'll see you there. And please don't forget to rate this podcast and share it with the people you want to kick butt with.